Hi, I'm Daniel. This is The Wanderneer. It is season 5, episode 10. And today's episode is titled Dre's Dispatch number 3, featuring Kind Keith. So, Dre being Dre, hit me up and was like, can I do another interview? And I was like, please. So, what you're going to be listening to is an interview conducted by Dre. Dre was speaking to Kind Keith, a artist, band based out of Austin. Really cool an amazing conversation that they all had. So without further ado, here is Dre and Kind Keith. Okay, it's good. Wanna go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, hi, my name is Kind Keith and I'm an artist in Austin. Uh, any other like fun facts? Um, fun fact is that I've been moving all day long, and I'm a little tired, but I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, moving season a little bit, but I'm good. Yeah, I feel you. (laughs) I I had to pack up all my belongings and drive all the way here from Oregon. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wait, when did you do that? Was that just like... Like two weeks ago. (laughs) I couldn't even imagine. I literally moved like maybe two blocks away, and I was like, (laughs) I can't handle it. So... Uh, you've been playing since you were pretty young, and you attended UT for their um, jazz program. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to share a little bit more about what made you want to be in a band, and what drew you to the keyboard specifically? Uh, yeah, I think, um, honestly, I was kind of forced into the keyboard. I wasn't really drawn to it. Um, I grew up in like the Baptist church, and one week like the music director needed a keyboardist so my mom like threw me up on stage and it's kind of just been that ever since and um you know it's just kind of a natural progression i think playing the piano you want to be in a band What are your musical influences and how do you like to describe your sound? Ooh, musical influence definitely is like neo soul, um, any sort of like uh, R&B offshoot, like a lot of people say like alternative R&B when they're describing the Kind Keith band. Um, but artists like Erykah Badu, Thundercat, um, the real heads of the R&B industry, I feel like. Okay, um, how does the writing process typically go for you? Yeah, like just writing songs? Yeah. Um, it's always, it all honestly always starts for me at the piano. I struggle writing any other way. Um, I start just with like finding chords that I think fit the neo soul sound or fit the alternative R&B sound, whatever that is. And um, then I croon over it. I try my best to find a fun little melody. <laughs> 
Yeah, which is something that I wish would change. Um, lyrics are definitely secondary. I like um, the way I write lyrics is that I'll, I'll mumble the melody into my my phone, um, and then I'll try to write lyrics out of the mumbles, and then like a song will come from that. If that makes sense. I have a friend that's the same way. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's a fairly common way of writing music now. I, I guess I've never been much of a storyteller, you know what I mean? So that's like how it's easiest for me. Uh, what's a what's a memorable performance that you've had? Ooh, um, honestly, the the one that pops into my mind immediately is the last performance I had here was the last Kind Keith show <laughs> we played on the inside. Um, and my bass player of like two years, it was her last show with us. Um, so it was very emotional and it was very fun. There were a lot of people here and we were all crying. Um, so it was a, that, that's, that's my last memorable <laughs> jokes. Um, my new bassist is a really good friend I met in jazz school named Sloan. And uh, we played a lot together in jazz school. So it kind of felt like a natural addition to the band. Um, so that was nice, you know? Mm-hmm. It's always nice to play with people that you know. And, exactly. Um, Especially people that you know from jazz school. It's a different beast. <laughs> I feel like. Like, a, like how so? Like, jazz school is just such a stressful and trying experience. Like, if you don't... You, you just come out of it closer. It's like trauma bonding. So like all the other people that I met in jazz school are basically in my band. We're all so close because we went through how hard jazz school is together. I met most of these people on stage with me. Or I guess just one. <laughs> I met one of my friends at jazz school. Shouts out Sloan. I met Sloan at jazz school. Um, and this song is about how much I hated going to jazz school. No offense. It's not on you. This one's <laughs> <laughs> called Depression Jazz. I hope you enjoy it. about the themes and inspirations for your 
uh, most recent album, um, Don't Talk To Me. Um, and I was wondering, like, what, what song do you feel like is the most relevant to you now? Ooh, that's a good question. So Don't Talk To Me was like, I was coming out of the pandemic and I was, I was really depressed during the pandemic and I was coming out of it and I was feeling really, really, really good about myself. Um, and it's kind of like, it's, it's my best attempt at making something that feels incredibly uplifting. There's a song on it called So Green, which is about like a bedroom that I moved into after the pandemic because my apartment that I lived in during the pandemic had no windows. There's no light or anything to the outside. That's terrible. Terrible. And then when I moved to this new place, I had this giant window that led directly out into a trail. And I was like, oh my God, it's so green outside. I feel like that's pretty relevant in my life because it's so green outside right now and I like when it's green. I like when the when the plants are planting. Yeah, same here. Like yeah. especially being from Oregon. I appreciate being in this part of Texas. Yeah. Hill country. Yeah, it's so different from the rest. Like the rest of my drive was uh -huh. just desert, flat, sand, rocks, and then all of a sudden it was like Oh, hey. Oh, there's the vegetation. Yeah, there's a bunch of trees. When did this happen? When, where you came from, was it like lots of plant life and stuff like that oh yeah yeah um it's a temperate rainforest it rains a lot everything is very green and mossy and yeah it's terrible if you have allergies though it's like one of the worst places in the world austin's pretty that. bad for that too though um just with all the oak and uh cedar and everything else okay so back to like a more serious thing i was wondering if you wanted to unpack um sort of the messaging behind uh do you love me particularly that ending <laughs> the, with the with the white lady the one you, is that the one you're talking about um i feel like there are a lot of di different themes in that I yeah i want to hear more I, the, the part that i'm mentioning is that because do you love me is like a pretty heavy song it's about like dealing with feeling out of place and uh, particularly feeling like black in like a majority white city. Um, and so like we're talking about all this heavy stuff and then at the end I put in this sample of this white lady being like, oh my God, wow, that's so interesting. Thanks for telling me your experience or whatever. Um, so I don't know if that's what you're talking about. I was talking about like the sort of rap before, before mm, that. Yeah, yeah, so that's my friend uh, Chucky Black. He's a rapper in town and they're incredible um and 
we both shared that same sentiment. We had hung out maybe like once or twice before I sent them that track and probably expressed those same ideas like where are the black people at? And I sent that track to them and I was just like, hey, just do whatever you want. And they sent that rap back to me and I was like, this is this is absolutely perfect, you know. Hmm. My first impression of it was that it was like a relationship and it was mm -hmm. about maybe being inside of a relationship where you weren't actually being like appreciated oh, for who you are. That's interesting. That that makes a lot of sense. I, cause I mean, that's still what it is, but I guess the relationship isn't like an interpersonal one. It's more of a relationship between us, like the greater community, if that makes sense. Like, do you love me is asking like the community, like, hey, do you love me for who I am? Like, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess that can apply to a lot of relationships exactly and i guess people will project like whatever is most relevant to them right um okay uh do you want to share anything about your upcoming projects yeah um i actually have a single i don't know when this is coming out but i have a single dropping tonight uh may 26 it's called everything falls into place <laughs> It's a, a queer song. The next album is all about that, about being queer and my struggles with it. 
and my thoughts about it. Yeah. I don't have a name for the next album yet, but we're okay. working on it. So it's still still in the works, like. Yeah, it's still still actively in the works. Okay. Sound, I'm excited for that though. Thank you. Sounds good. Uh, what are some of your like hopes and uh, aspirations for the future? Oh, my biggest dream right now is to go on tour with the current Kind Keith band. Um, I just started touring just as like a piano player for other people recently, and it's been a blast. And I really want to take the the band that I have out on the road. That's that's my biggest dream right now. West Coast or East Coast first or oh. Midwest? See, okay, the the tours that I've been on have only been Midwest, so I'll go either coast, honestly. I, I, I love both coasts. West Coast, best coast. West Coast is best coast, but East Coast is kind of fun sometimes. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot more in a more condensed area yeah. than the West Coast. In the East Coast, definitely. The West Coast is like a journey to yeah. get through, but it's also very giant. Yeah. You know. It's also very pretty depending what road you take, literally. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Did you take like a long route down the west coast to Texas? Or yeah, kind of, kind of no, I just went, I just grinded, I just went down I-5, uh -huh. East 10, I-10, Yeah. so not, not the best like scenery, but I mean Pacific Coast Highway, like that kind of thing. Yeah, highway, I that. yeah. that's so cool, I bet that was scenic as hell. I, I want to I do those roads, yeah. I haven't, but I've heard good oh, things. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Um, Okay, uh, what is a piece of advice you wish you received when you were first starting out that you want to give to someone else? Mm. Uh, I think, I feel like it's a cliche, but like, don't worry about what people think. I spent a lot of time worrying about if the music that I was making felt good to others and not if I liked it. So I ended up making a lot of stuff that I really didn't truly like. Um, but now I feel like I'm at a point where I'm mature enough to be like, well, if I don't like it, then it's not coming out. Yeah. That's good advice. So yeah. my last question is a little cliche, but uh, uh, what does music mean to you? Music means, oh, particularly right now, music means community. My, 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 my safety net is all the musicians that I know in Austin. And they're, that's what keeps me going. I wouldn't be here without them. I'd probably be dead, honestly. <laughs> so, like, how would you characterize the Austin music scene? I feel like, I feel like it might be the friendliest large music scene, like, in the country. I feel like everywhere else is pretty cutthroat, but here there's, like, a genuine community and everyone really loves each other and cares about each other. And they're willing to, like, help out if you need help. Which is why I said, like, I'd probably be dead if I didn't have this community. Yeah. That's kind of why I came here. Yeah. Yeah. I'd get away from, like, the community that I was, that was in. It was small, but it was still somehow, like, very cutthroat. Yeah, there's a lot of toxicity just in various music. Not saying that there isn't toxicity in, like, the Austin music scene, but I feel like it's a lot more fun, a lot more caring. <laughs> There's always so much going on. And oh, here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Literally every day, there's so many shows. I love it. 
I love that so much. I love just being able to, and that's another thing. I feel like I'll just pull up to any show I want to, and I'll end up seeing a friend or someone I know, and it makes it a good night. It's just really cool. How long have you been here? Um, this is, I guess, coming up on my fourth year being here. I moved here for college, so in August it'll be four years. Nice. Um, I think that's all. Do you have anything else you want to share? Uh, no, thank you. Thanks for talking. It's that time. I know, but don't be sad. There'll be many more episodes of The Wander Near and many more of Dre's Dispatch as well. But if you like what you heard, would love for you to give The Wander Near a five-star review on on uh, Spotify and on Apple Podcast, And also leave a comment. Just be like, this is the greatest podcast ever. Something like that, you know. Also, Big love and appreciation to you, Dre. Also, thank you so much, kind Keith, for taking time out of your busy life to just come talk to us and just have an amazing conversation. So I really appreciate it. I'm going to link all of Dre's and kind Keith's information below so you can go follow them, support them, do all that amazing stuff. And if you're in the Austin area, check out a show from kind Keith. It's the best. Other than that, thank you to you all for listening and supporting the wanderneer as always it really does mean the world i really do appreciate it and while you're at it you might as well share this episode go to the little share icon click that share with your friends your co-workers random stranger on the street airdrop it if you're on the airplane well, actually don't because you have to have airplane mode on when you're on an airplane so don't do that but when you're in an airport airdrop this episode to a bunch of randos and that'd be cool other than that you can follow the wanderneer on facebook instagram spotify and twitter all at the wanderneer and while you're at it we just literally 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 just did 
a newsletter post. So all the episodes I said I was not going to do one, we just did one last week. So if you want to join our newsletter and be in the known, the links in the is is going to be in the notes below as well. So other than that, I'm gonna drink some tea, eat a cheeseburger, and um I'll listen to this episode. All right, see you all next week. Bye.